Barcelona. I'm uh, 23 right now, about to be 24 in January, and uh, I'm currently finishing telecommunication engineering mm-hmm. at the Lebanese University. Yes, it's my final year. So, uh, yeah, but uh, honestly, I've uh, never uh, thought, never had engineering like uh, one of my main goals. It's always been like I was good at math in school. And uh, so I just naturally went into uh, engineering school and uh, finished there. But uh, I never thought it was one of my main, main goals. My like I never had a specific goal, a specific passion in life, but uh, I kind of felt that engineering is not one of them. So uh, I started doing a lot of things, a lot like started trying to experiment with uh, everything. Uh, tried to start small businesses, create uh, minor products. Uh, tried uh, to do some investing, everything, like ev- almost everything I've tried to dip my hand in, you know, just to see where I would uh, take a little bit. So uh, so one of the things I found that really interested me was actually creating stuff, you know, mm. like uh, creating, creating something, creating whether that would be a business, that be a not like a giant business I don't have billion dollar businesses but they like local businesses that are really thriving that people really like to to go to uh, a couple of restaurants uh, pubs stuff like that so and then and then I uh, I started working uh, I started that the page my page multi-millionaire mentor Mm. And uh, and to, to be honest, like uh, th- that was one of the things I really felt passionate about. Even though <laughs> I'm still not a professional on it, like uh, I barely have a thousand five hundred followers. But like the way I connect with people, the way they tell me their story, the way I help help them with some of the things, and actually see them have results from that like that really makes uh, i don't know makes my uh, i don't know what, what happens but i feel like it's it's like a passion to me mm. i really love when when someone tells me that i took your advice uh, on something you told me and now i'm using it, using it and and it made my day better it helped me find somebody it helped me get step out of my comfort zone like uh, that that really feels like my, my heart I, I don't know what it's called yeah so uh, so it's like that that's awesome and that's awesome, awesome. That... yeah so and uh, yeah, so... yes 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 so... oh um i'm oh. just uh wondering like why do you uh started this uh whole thing about uh this millionaire kind of the thing and the the page that you set up mm. on the instagram yeah what how, uh, what well, the, yeah. yeah what made me well uh, uh i used i started reading books uh, when i was about uh, 18 years old maybe less maybe 17 years old i started reading books and one of the first books i read was uh, 
uh, was thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Do you know mm. it? Yeah, yeah, I know that. You've heard of it? Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I was going through a very tough time. I just failed uh, my first year in university and I had so much pressure around me to because everybody expected me to be super successful in school and you know so I don't know I failed the first year and didn't have anywhere to go so I found this book Think and Grow Rich and I read it and it like changed my whole perspective and it just shifted my mind 180 degrees around so it made me want to find my passion, made me want to create something that's actually like do something. I, I only understood that every success is about your mindset. It's not about what you do. It's about how you do. You, you understand? It's how, how you think, how you react, how everything. It's success is something you do every single day. It's not something you achieve once in a life. So... I start, it was like, it felt that uh, uh, I, I really understood something and uh, I started to talk to my friends about it and uh, and they really liked the, the idea behind the book so I continued reading books like uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, what else, Emotional Intelligence, I keep, kept reading and uh, I, uh, I started talking to my friends about it and uh, we started exchanging ideas. Uh, they re- I found myself that I can really talk to people about these kind of things so and, uh, and actually teach them. And I, I felt uh, pride and satisfaction when somebody really understood what I was talking about and learned and sometimes my friends would remind me about something I told them about a certain book after a couple of months so I thought why not try to take this it seems as if I'm good with teaching and I like reading about these things and I even like to apply them so I thought why not try to create a page where I can actually create, make posts about what I read and maybe somebody out there will find that to help mm. and, and learn something. Yes. I see. That's, that's super awesome. So, um, mm. so just to get a bit of context, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm currently uh, 22 years old and uh, how about you? I'm 23. Oh, that's awesome. So, that's um, awesome. Yes. So, can you walk us through when the, the period when you actually uh drop out from drop your university? Yeah, you you talk about you uh during no, no. the first year. I I failed my first year, but oh. uh, the, oh. the system here allows us to repeat. Oh, you so, can, uh, so you kind of repeat. Yes. The, yeah. Yes. So now I'm uh, I'm in my last year. I still have one big project to finish, and I graduate. I didn't drop out. Ah, I, I didn't I think, see. yes, because honestly, I uh, I don't I don't like like to fail once at something and then tell myself that I'm not good at it, you know? Because if if that was the case, <laughs> I would have stopped my Instagram page from the first post. I would have 
stopped yes. creating yes. businesses was my, my my first failing business. I failed at almost everything the first time, at almost everything, and I actually look for failure. I actually want to fail as fast as possible so I understand how it feels and I can learn from it. So I can start stringing wins, wins. But failing, I think, uh, so, so failing for me is never a roadblock. It's a jump off point, if you want. Mm. Yeah, but awesome. at the time, yes, but at the time, my first failure, that, that was like the first time I, I was mature and I failed at something major, like going into university and everybody's like, oh, expecting you to have those amazing grades, everybody around you, like, come on, Michael, you can do it 100, all the tests you'll pass, all of them, and, and suddenly you fail. And everybody's like, oh no, what happened? Why are you like this? As you know, so I understood something at that point. Like uh, every everyone around me had an image of me. Like my, my father has an image of me. My mother has an image of me. My friends had an image of me. And when it changed, everybody was like, what happened? What happened? And I didn't feel anything wrong with me. Like I failed because it was kind of hard and, and new and I, I was going through the relationship with my girlfriend and everything like that. It's no excuse, but I just failed. I didn't feel like I was inferior or there is something wrong with me. I just knew and I failed. But people around me talked so much and and they reflected their expectations of on me and it made me feel as if there's something wrong with me and not not until not until i started reading i started understanding uh, uh, everything more better like society and people and psychology and uh, emotional intelligence everything that i understood that the only only opinion that matters is yours your own of yourself it's nobody's opinion matters everybody's opinion is shit because nobody is actually living with you 24 7 every day all right uh th thank you for giving me so much uh, context of uh, uh, what's in your world and what you're about so um mm. okay I'd like to uh, switch it up uh, this uh, interview right now, uh, which is uh, pace, pacing up the whole interview. And I'd like to jump into the point where you talk about people's uh, having opinions towards yourself. Like your father having your image of you and people looking at you when you actually uh, feel the uh, first year of your university. Uh, talk to me about the judgment. Yeah? Yes, judgment. That that was like uh, the, the the main thing I had to understand that judgment. Like, do you do you know Gary V? Yeah, yeah, I know Gary yeah, V. Yeah, I know Gary. V. Yeah, like uh, uh, I got a lot of of inspiration from him and motivation, and he really changed my perspective and outlook on these matters. And one of the one of the sentences he uses or quotes or I don't know what you want to call it judge the judger you know mm. judge the judger and use empathy mm. 
you know empathy like uh, empathy is not like uh, like sympathy sympathy is feeling sad for someone empathy is when you're feeling sad with someone you understand me like when you actually feel the emotion with somebody else if he's happy you emphasize with emphasize with him and you feel happy too like uh, and and how and i use that uh, that word and th- that context if you want with uh, with let's say for example my father you want to talk about my father so he had he had expectations of me to uh, to uh, win my first year like not fail okay nobody expected me to fail he thought i was going to go to university and crush every test so when i failed he he was angry and frustrated and sad and uh, like at first he i didn't understand that i i only thought that he was judging me but mm. when you actually judge the judger you understand that because my father had big expectations of me because he thought i was smart because he i am smart not that, mm-hmm. not that i'm saying and i'm not i'm just saying that he maybe uh, thought i would have done way better and what made him sad and frustrated was because i didn't meet his expectations so when when i split that part when i understood this idea that uh, it's his expectation that made him upset and sad i really got that judgment from other people is not your problem it's there you you got i hope uh, you got what i meant yeah, what yeah, i mean by yeah. this yeah, like yeah another example like your friends maybe they want to go out uh, and have a beer let's say and uh, like uh, you, you tell him you tell him no i'd rather stay home and uh, study let's say and they start telling you come on michael like come on jack it's one night let's go have fun have party and you tell him no i want to stay on a saturday night i would like to stay at home i have a podcast tomorrow to have with, with someone in singapore i can't go out <laughs> all night and binge drink and wake up at 12 a.m i have podcast to do and no come on let's go and then when you tell him tell them no three four times in a row they start like why are you like this why don't you have fun why don't you like to go out and party anymore and like that's your problem man they maybe i here you have to judge the judge like tell yourself maybe they this person that is judging you telling you that you're not having any fun anymore there may either he's he likes you a lot and he wants you to be in that party he wants you to come he wants to see you and he he got angry because you're not coming or maybe just maybe he would actually like to stay on a saturday night home and work on something that is important to him but he just goes out because he has nothing to do and that makes him frustrated and he's not getting anywhere in life just drinking every saturday night so that makes him angry and frustrated and he wants everybody to be on his level you know like mm. uh, that's the way i look at everything i see so before you touch on to uh, Gary Vee's content like before that 
uh, is there like uh, some sort of like a personal struggles like towards this judgment this whole subject of this judgment yeah can you talk to us about that yeah personal how do you mean uh your personal struggles like before you touch on uh before you reach out to uh gary v's content uh you were struggling right to to uh, go against this uh judgment thing so talk to me yes. about how you actually about deal with those like uh talk to me about the experience how is it like yeah uh like before i started watching gary v uh yes correct uh yes, correct. Uh, yes. well uh, uh if you want gary v put words into the ideas that i was starting to develop like judge the judger have empathy the first time I heard about the word empathy was in uh, in the book uh, called Emotional Intelligence by uh, Dave Goleman mm. uh, or Mike Goleman. I, I don't know, I don't remember. Anyways, uh, like when I went through bad phases, like with with everything, with my relationship, whether it be my college, whether it be uh, in, a, in a business or. Uh, anything anything whenever i went through a failure i would used to look at the people around me like how they reacted were they supportive were they judgmental would they leave would they stay what would happen and uh, and slowly i started to like at first it was hard because like when you go out into the real world uh you, you start actually doing big stuff you have start taking responsibility so a failure is has much more weight you know what i mean like uh, you actually see the world changes around when you're a kid you do a mistake you fall that that's the maximum like you, you break a glass and your parents come but when you you, be, you start uh, growing up and you are over 18 and start taking responsibilities for everything around you things have have more weight mistakes have more weight so when i started making mistakes that that were really affecting my life like i started to understand people around me and i started to understand myself like what was happening i was i felt like i was inferior because of people's judgment Mm -hmm. i felt i wasn't learning from my mistakes and i started to understand that maybe my mindset and i thought of myself as confident like all the confidence i have wasn't something that was in me it was maybe because of the environment i'm living in because maybe i got my self-esteem from my girlfriend let's say because when when we broke up i was very devastated and it, it literally crushed me for like two years and then when i when i think up when i started reading started understanding let's say before Gary V I started getting that your self-esteem should never depend on anybody never no matter how your mother your father your your uh, close siblings your girlfriend never your self-esteem should always be something that's inside of you and uh, I started learning from, from experience and from reading books and take an idea from here, maybe reading a quote that I like, uh, trying to implement it into my thinking and like that. 
So how do you actually so regain you your self-esteem? Like, can you talk to me? Like, how do you reach to the point whereby you actually know that self-esteem is the thing that uh, you kind of need that uh, not from anyone else, but from yourself within? Well, because uh, at the end of the day, Mm. when you lay your head on your pillow and go to sleep, Mm. it's you and you, you know, Mm. like... uh, Everything that everybody has said to you that day doesn't mean shit unless you're thinking it. Mm. If somebody tells you you're ugly, if somebody tells you you're too short, if somebody tells you you're not good enough, if somebody... Whatever. When you put your head on your bed, you are alone. And even if somebody tells you that that you look nice or somebody tells you that you do great, Mm. like, I used to put a lot of value in what other people said about me you know the good and the bad if somebody told me something good i would be happy the whole day but the other side of the coin or it's it's like a double-edged sword if you want because mm. somebody tells you something nice and you stay happy the whole day yeah so what if somebody tells you something bad do you stay sad the whole day like you can't give too much value to people's opinions because they have their own problem and come to think of it when you look at yourself <clears throat> think about it from your perspective okay when you tell somebody that uh, his jacket looks nice okay you, that will make that's just your opinion you said it and you didn't even think about the jacket okay but the person on the other side he heard that a compliment and that maybe uh, raised his self-esteem so imagine if you told somebody something bad maybe you think that it wasn't too much like uh, you told him let's say uh, you have crooked teeth to somebody okay and you were just like saying it uh, you thought about his crooked teeth maybe one second and you just left you know that feeling sometimes when you say something about someone and just forget about it but maybe to him that crushed him mm. so now you can understand how you think about something somebody else has now imagine how other people think of you like i tried to do that when i understood that if somebody told me let's say that your glasses are ugly okay maybe when i was a kid that would make me super sad but now I understand if somebody told me my glasses are ugly, like, like he thought about it five for, for two seconds maybe and told me that my glasses are, are ugly. Why should I have an emotional reaction to what he thought for two seconds? Why should I make it 20 hours in my head? Or maybe some people even keep that with them for a long time. So that's the way I look at things and uh, I don't know, maybe it's not the best way to look at the world, at the world but I honestly find it much, much better than, mm. than having your self-esteem attached to something external instead of you building it in yourself. Mm. By any chance, do you know uh, how did you get into this perspective? Like, how do you craft out uh, like this mindset for yourself to have this uh, way of looking at things that 
people talking about you 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 got, uh you knowing that it's a double-edged sword that kind of stuff like how do you actually craft your mind into thinking of that yeah and how do you put it into practice with that yeah, yeah. well uh, uh it's i think it's about reflect reflection mm-hmm. looking at yourself actually looking at yourself how you react how you thought why did why did you have an emotional reaction to something mm-hmm. certain something did somebody tap into your insecurity did that make you angry maybe that's what you lack you know mm-hmm. uh, another thing uh, is reading books mm-hmm. books are i think are like a pillar if you want it's a pillar that holds everything together knowledge you keep reading you keep understanding maybe not everything uh, maybe you don't agree with everything maybe you just got 20% of the book but sometimes you some ideas really stick in your mind and if they stick well enough uh, in your subconscious they will be easily reflected in your actions and thoughts so books are also something very important. Uh, what else? Maybe you can you I talk to us like uh, how do you put the books, the, the knowledge that you get from the books, right? How do you like actually yeah. put them into practice? Yeah. Well, actually, I never read a book just to read a book. I always have with me like uh, a note and a pen and. Uh, Every time I I see an interesting idea or something that catches my eye, I write it down and if I feel like it, I would write write a paragraph. And I write it with my own handwriting. I think that's very important. It's it's better than uh, writing on your PC, on a keyboard. Mm. Writing with your own hand, I think uh, it connects you more to to anything. And... uh, so, so either I find an idea that I like, I write it down, or a quote. Sometimes I write something under it, and or sometimes I just copy and paste it. Uh, and every time I finish a chapter, if I feel like I have something to say or I didn't fully understand it, I actually uh, try to write everything I remember about this chapter. Wow. No? Mm, so, wow. Yes. And uh, and give it my own language, like my own understanding of. And then I read it. And then I see like, or sometimes I don't read it. I actually close the note. I put it away. And then uh, I, I maybe read it the two weeks after. Or if I reread the book, read the book again I uh, I look at what I said did that make meaning did I really understand what was happening that's the way I actually think and I, I put the knowledge in my head now when when it comes to practice like actually doing it uh, well I think you have to step outside your comfort zone for that because uh, sometimes somebody might, might say in a book how to how to do something like seven habits of highly effective people mm. being uh, being proactive proactive it's it's something if you're lazy <laughs> and you don't like to do anything being proactive is super hard like it's super hard 
being proactive that means like uh, I, i don't know how to give you an example like let's say from the simplest things from the simple, let's say you have a trash can in your room okay <laughs> yeah that's the simplest example i will give you you have a trash can in your room okay and and there are two ways to deal with the, with the trash can you either keep putting into it uh, garbage and eventually it starts to smell and you react to that smell so you take the garbage out or you can be proactive and whenever you feel that the garbage can is at a certain level you actually put it out without having it to smell and this is a like strange example but but this is what it means what's the difference between being a reactive person and a proactive person so so that's where you you need to start like to put practice in it and that's hard practicing something taking action is not easy especially when when it's the first time you hear about an idea and you don't fully believe in it you need it, it's hard to actually do something but stepping outside your comfort zone i think it's one of the most important things not only for us like uh, as uh, as businessmen and as people who are trying to reach success stepping outside your comfort zone i think it's something that is uh, uh, embedded in humans because if you see everything how did they discover fire for example they actually looked at that flaming thing red hot thing and they tried to put their hand in it and they understood <laughs> that that yeah. something is very bad like it's very, not very bad like it's something very hard and we should not put our hands in it <laughs> yeah. maybe they tried it several times before they understood like everything in human history i think every innovation every step was a step outside your comfort zone Definitely. trying to do something trying to do something that you are not comfortable with mm. i really like yes. that you, you jump into talking about like uh, stepping out of your comfort zone because i myself mm. like I, myself, i think i face a lot of problems uh, dealing with this uh stepping out of my comfort zone that kind of a thing and yes. the thing is like uh say kindness you know being being kind to other people it yes. takes that kind of like a courage to do it you know because it's of so course, underrated you know like you say acting yes. like so kind of like, a sudden or like it's just about timing there's so many variables so like uh variables. it's super underrated like yes. people don't say become like so caring that kind of a thing so those mm. are all the type of struggles that i kind of face so how do you think yeah. about uh what has to do to actually uh deal with this uh stepping out of comfort zone to do things that are good that things that you think is good yeah talk to me about your experience as well yeah so uh want me to talk about how somebody can step outside their comfort zone uh yeah like well uh, uh probably stepping outside your experience yeah of uh, oh, oh, okay. some experience yeah oh well experience one of the most recent ones mm-hmm. uh my my page my page on instagram like okay. i've had instagram i think since first it started mm-hmm. and uh, i have uploaded about six photos of myself mm-hmm. <laughs> in that six years and i felt really uncomfortable with the 
was putting myself out there in the page, creating content, you know, <laughs> talking to people, uh, putting my thoughts in words, like that. I I like when you think about well, when you, when I you think about me, like I am a very outgoing person, especially when I'm drunk. <laughs> But no, <laughs> I'm I'm usually a very outgoing person. I I know how to talk to people. I know everything and I uh, I've started businesses like that takes courage that takes discipline that takes a lot of things and and then it came to social media and suddenly I was very dumbstruck like what I, I can't post a photo where I tell people to uh, what's better like it's better to staying at home than going out on a Saturday night like that's uh, that's a bit hard for me and writing a long caption about my story even doing this podcast you know this is the first time i'm doing a podcast <laughs> yeah you're doing awesome so you're far awesome so far yeah. yes thank you i i'm i'm this is my first time and honestly i told you yesterday we were talking i told you that i'm very excited mm. <laughs> man i i was super nervous and <laughs> I, i barely got any sleep i'm thinking about what am i gonna say tomorrow but like Oh. You know, I I didn't I didn't hesitate for even a second. Wow. I just thought wow. I, I was going to. You told me I'm we were going to connect. I just plugged in my earphones. I'm sitting in my bed and I knew I'm just gonna start. Like whatever it is. If I'm gonna if I ha- if I'm going to mess this up, good. I'm gonna learn next time when I get into the podcast what I should have done, what I should have, like mm. the way I should have, and and like. Uh, That's now awesome. you maybe that's awesome yes Be- because i i actually felt maybe when, when the first time when you told me we were gonna do a podcast like that felt very uncomfortable mm. so i automatically agreed on it automatically i said yes wow, <laughs> wow. i felt that it would be uncomfortable to talk about myself to like an audience you're, you're from singapore right yeah correct Yes, and I'm from Lebanon. Like, imagine how far we are right now. Yeah. But as soon as I felt like it was something I'm scared of doing, I said yes. Let's do it. Wow. Fuck. Wow. So, so yeah, maybe that's how you you learn how to step outside your comfort zone. It's a habit. As soon as something scares you. And you, uh, of course, you have to be rational about it. Like, it's not like jumping off the Burj Khalifa that something scares you. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> jump, but no, you have to be rational. Like, yeah. talking, doing a presentation. Oh, my presentations in school was the scariest shit ever. <laughs> I would uh, feel myself as if I'm going to pee. <laughs> I would stand in front of everybody, and all the eyes looking at me. I would just shut up. The teacher would tell me, "Come on, Michelle, you can start." Uh, I I would couldn't speak a single word. Mm. But now, now I I love doing presentations. I really love doing presentations, and because I stepped outside that comfort zone once, like I did my first presentation and tried to do my best. Then the second one, then the third one, then the fourth one, then. I got really good at it, and uh, I s- now, for example, I'm starting. Maybe because maybe if it wasn't for me stepping outside my comfort zone that time, that one time, 
when I did the presentation and I don't didn't want didn't want to, it would have been much harder for me today to let's for example say yes to this podcast. I would maybe have said no. Maybe I would have needed more experience. But because I I started that a long time ago, I now I know how to uh, talk to a group of people. Yeah, so totally. I know. You understood what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to jump into uh, the jump period in. when you actually are uh, having difficulty to do the uh, uh, presentation, that like you are stumbling, you are not being able to uh, talk properly. Able. Yeah, talk to me about those experiences of uh, those struggling periods of you not being able to present yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, uh, it it. It goes back to to how much value you put in other people's opinions. Like, like there is there is something very uh, natural about uh, you not being able to talk in front of let's say 20 people in your class because you value their opinions too much. How is that? Let let me explain. So you have a certain mental capacity. Okay, so let's say you can think 10 gigabytes of information per second, for example. Okay, you can think 10 gigabytes. So, when you come to make a presentation, you have the information you remember. Okay, that's 2 gigabytes. You have uh, the way you are going to move your body language. That's 1 gigabyte. You have... uh, the slides that you've uh, created on PowerPoint and you want to present, let's say those are uh, also five, okay? So you need a certain mental capacity to remember certain things like the slides, the information, how you're gonna move, how you want to present yourself, and what you, and, and the pace, of course, like they tell you presentation should be 15 minutes. You need a pace, a certain pace. So, when you get on stage and you want to start making your presentation or your podcast or anything, Mm. if all you can think about is what people are going to think of you, like you look in the crowd and you see your friend uh, uh, Maria is looking at you, you see your friend Michael, you see your friend Jack, and, and you start thinking, like you look in their eyes and they look back and you think, uh, do I look stupid? Uh, did I do I look ugly? Do I look what? What are they thinking? Like you start eating from your mental capacity, and if let's say you have ten gigabytes to work with in the presentation, now you barely have two, and you have all the things that you need to remember. So you your brain automatically shuts down, and you you stand like one of the dumbest people in the world. Uh, with your mouth open, looking at everybody, and and it uh, just shut down, shut shuts down. So really, worrying and thinking about what other people are thinking of you is a complete waste of time. So I just learned to get on stage and open my mouth and start talking, <laughs> like I did today on the, uh, like I did today in the podcast. So. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it almost feels like you just uh, kind of like, like uh, kind of uh, 
put your feet onto the water to the water. To, to tap and and see how it, it turns out and then you kind of just practice you know? 100 practice, you know? yeah yes it's the but the, you know there's a quote also that says never test the depth of a river using both feet mm. <laughs> you know because uh, like when you want to dabble into something like uh, if, especially if it's your first time let's say it's investing and you want to learn how to invest so you don't automatically put all your savings in your first investment and wait for it to either uh, make money or lose money because if you lose money now you have nothing to work with mm. we want to start uh, something like investing or a business or anything start small look just something that if you fail it's not a huge destruction of your life like you still have money you still can start something else you, you know yeah but present yeah like a presentation or a podcast it's not a big deal like if you feel uncomfortable with doing a a podcast let's say try it like if I, if you fuck up then what nothing is gonna change no it's not a big problem <laughs> you can say sorry i'm not good at this right now maybe i'll get better later nobody's gonna tell you like I'm calling the police because you you speak really bad, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, definitely. so, so sometimes, yeah, you, and you, you talked about something, uh, courage, uh, kindness. Sorry, yeah. that it takes courage. Yes, kindness. I think uh, you are 100 percent right because kindness is sort of stepping outside your comfort zone, especially, especially when you're kind to someone that has offended you. You know, you understand like when somebody starts calling you names, the best way to respond to him or to her is to look them in the face and tell them, whoa, you know, a lot of curse words <laughs> and, and actually laugh in their face, you know, because be, be kind, like don't reciprocate uh, lies, don't reciprocate uh, hate, fight hate with love. I think that's the best the best weapon for hate is love mm, definitely so we talk a lot about uh this thing uh mindset kind of stuff so i'd like to jump into uh what is hot in your world right now like why are you passionate about that kind of stuff yeah talk to me about like the uh, things that you kind of do uh, yeah uh well i don't have a specific passion i don't know maybe i haven't uh Oh, you're still in the figuring something. out period, yeah. Period, yeah. Uh, yes, but uh, I I recently read something and uh, the idea is still uh, circling in my mind. It's uh, a book mm. called, uh, it was called, uh, let me remember, A Guide to Wealth and Happiness, mm. Choose Yourself by James Altucher. It, he is a really amazing author. And uh, one of the paragraphs I remember, or one of the chapters was uh, was about finding your uh, passion, your uh, your. He called it something maybe. Uh, can't remember. Your destiny, if you want mm-hmm. something. And he says that uh, it's actually not very productive to keep searching for your passion because if you do and you can't find it you'll stay stuck in life 
uh, it's much better to actually experiment with things try different things try everything try not don't say no to anything try something like they tell you do a podcast do a podcast they tell you create a video on youtube try it maybe it's something that you love i never knew how much i loved connecting with people through the dm on instagram until i actually started it like i never thought of myself as the person that would upload 300 photos on instagram never i had instagram for six years maybe less i don't know and through those five or six years i only uploaded six photos (laughs) And, and and now in less than six months i've uploaded more than 300 Wow. Because wow. yes, so that one one thing. If I, if I had told myself that no, I'm not the type of guy that uploads. I'm not gonna even try it. I would now be still like I wouldn't have been able to talk to you because the first, I took one step outside my comfort zone, and I actually created the page and I stayed consistent with it and I never limited myself. Now I am on my first podcast. And who knows where I'd be on my first, uh, I don't know, mm. space rocket with Elon Musk. <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's, definitely. The, that's why, uh, yeah, you, sh- you, should, you should definitely try to, to have that mindset of doing something that scares you. Mm. It's very important. As soon as something feels uncomfortable, as soon as something feels like people try to run away from this kind of stuff like when they get angry they don't want to experience that anymore when they get sad they don't want to experience that anymore when they when they are uncomfortable when they lose when they fail when they they don't like this but in fact if you look at all those things they are very good indicators of where you should better yourself if somebody tells you something and you get angry it's because you're insecure about it you know, it, it, if you look at yourself objectively and you try to think of it, when somebody tells you you're too short and it makes you angry, maybe because it's something for you, you should deal with it. Like you should look yourself in the mirror. Oh, okay, I'm not very tall. Well, you should deal with it because that's who you are. You're gonna live like that. Are you gonna live your whole life being angry because you you're not tall enough? You know, like you should deal with that stuff. You should look where you got angry, where, where, where you feel uncomfortable. Like you feel uncomfortable doing presentations, maybe because you don't like public speaking. Why do, don't you like public public speaking? Maybe because you value people's opinions too much. Maybe you should start working from there. Like, I, yes, get get in the habit of the like. Not running away from from bad emotions. Look at them, face them, mm. fucking crush them. Find the source. Awesome. Find awesome. the find the seed. Yeah, I, I like that you talk I about like, like I, I kind of can start to feel your energy about yeah. like um dealing with this like uh discomfort that kind of a stuff stepping out of your comfort mm. zone. So I like to uh, jump like into to, uh, more experience, uh more experiences of yours that you kind of face like besides the presentation that kind of stuff like uh, uh, is there any hot things that you are kind of scared of and you're currently like dealing with it and you're you're doing you're doing it you're crushing it like say this podcast say the presentation mm. yeah anything yeah 
Can you share with us those experiences? Uh, well, let me think of something uh, right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think... Okay, so... There's a huge difference between the Michael that went to school and the Michael that went to university. Especially in social situations. Like in school, I uh, I had I was I was really I don't know what it was why it was I still haven't figured that out but I was super insecure insecure with the, with girls with yeah let's from my from when was I was born until I was like before I finished school I barely talked to any girl <laughs> I I always had one friend that yeah. I would follow around the whole time. I couldn't stand in a group of people. I Nobody knew who I was. I was so unpopular. It's, it's natural to be unpopular when you don't talk to anybody. Yes, so it was like I felt very secluded and I didn't like it. Like I don't like not having people around not having friends i had only one friend and he would introduce me to everybody i would follow him he would stand in a group i would stand behind him you know like i couldn't talk to anybody so when i got to college uh i don't know what happened specifically maybe because i was so like when i failed my first year shit was so up It was like everything. I, I, I had a girlfriend that uh, she was one of my classmates, and that gave me a lot of confidence. By the way, I think, but uh, but as I put all my self-esteem in her, and all my self-esteem in me being smart in school, and my self-esteem being that my parents are proud of me, you know, I I diversified my self-esteem and everything that was outside of me. And when all of it came crashing down, in one year, I managed to fail in university, break up with my girlfriend, actually she broke up with me, <laughs> and, uh, and, and disappointing my parents. So, three things that were the pillars of my self-esteem fucking got crushed. So, when you are at rock bottom and you have nothing to, to make yourself confident, the only thing that can make you confident is yourself. The only th- pl- place you can get self-esteem is yourself. So I think I started building from ground zero. And now in university, literally, I can go talk to anybody I feel like it. Not just in university, on the street. Like It was a huge problem for me before. Now I feel like if I want to do something, If I want to go talk to that person, I want to go talk to that group, I want to ask for something from somebody, I, I d- couldn't even... I, I was scared to ask the teacher permission to go to the toilet during class. <laughs> I would rather sit there and almost pee myself before asking the teacher if I can go out. I was that scared, but in university, I'm, I didn't even ask, I don't even ask the teacher, I just go out of the class. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean, like, it went from one extreme to the other, just because of me valuing my own opinion of myself, 
much, 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 much more than uh, valuing the opinion of the other people only. Mm. I like to jump into. You the... got what I mean? Yeah, I like to jump into yeah. the like period to... when you have like this ground zero period. Ground zero. Like, what was your thought, thought process then? Yeah, your energy, everything, self-esteem was crushed then. Yeah. How do you actually? Uh, uh, what, what were you actually thinking then? Yeah. That what was I thinking? Yeah. Well, yeah. at first I uh, there was a series of things that happened. The first thing was I found out that I failed college. Okay, that was like boom, the first uh, rock on the head. The first pillar was destroyed. I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. I wasn't as invincible as I thought I was. The second one was when my parents found out and they started crushing me <laughs> with judgment. And we knew this was gonna happen. You were going out too much. You weren't studying as much as you should. And you know, poop, the second pillar was destroyed. The third pillar, my girlfriend would like be around but uh, but as if the my my image or the image she had for me of me it changed like you know because i had so much problem i didn't have time to to deal with her problem i had so much shit <laughs> that i had to deal with i couldn't deal with hers and she also like left she cheated on me actually yeah <laughs> yeah man it's I am so grateful that she cheated on me. I needed every, I needed that so much because it fucking destroyed everything. Like nothing, nothing was left, you know, went super zero. So uh, eventually, like what you, what are you going to do after crying, after being sad, after everything? You just, you'll have to go to sleep. <laughs> you didn't die. You'll have to wake up tomorrow and deal with it again and again and again. So. You can either deal with it while being sad and not learning anything, or you can deal with it and actually create, be, do something, like be proactive about it, not just be reactive to the world around you. Start being proactive, start learning, start, like, uh, one of the first things I did was, uh, was I, uh, I started, I, I followed a page, a motivational page on Instagram. But uh, yeah, like I started reading quotes and uh, starting changing my environment a bit. And then uh, I heard about that uh, Think and Grow Rich mm. book. And uh, when I read it, I think that was like, uh, that was uh, the, the knowledge that I gained, I think is, was one of my first pillars to, to, to build my self-esteem again. So knowledge, because they can take everything from you. They can take your uh, the microphone you're talking right now on. They can crush your phone. They can take all your money. They can uh, throw you out of your house. They can throw to, throw you out of your country. They can do millions of things, but the one thing that they can do is take your mind. So I think knowledge is something good to have as a as a uh, like uh, something to boost your confidence if you know things if you understand things if you've read about something and you can talk to people about 
that builds confidence and that's not something external that's you you know it like it's in your mind it's you've learned it it's not something that will go away mm. you know yeah so it's not like a girlfriend <laughs> that would leave you it's not like a business that could fail so don't put your self esteem in something that is external only only in something that internally you have control over mm, definitely i really love um, all the things that you have shared so far and i believe that some someone who going to listen to this podcast will definitely like uh, understand that oh i'm not the, the uh, only one who is like struggling with all this problems like yeah. everyone has their <laughs> own problems you know and i hope that they can learn from your experience as well so uh, before i end off this podcast i usually like to take a one last hot take from my guests like uh, the things that you really want to share there is in your mind right now yeah something i would really like to share yeah, well just one uh, thing. yeah okay something i've learned just recently mm. and uh, i think that's uh, especially would would be very helpful for someone that is starting something new or uh, maybe uh, trying to to get something out of out of this world uh, stay consistent have patience stay consistent and have patience and don't limit yourself with doubt and worry with in anything you do because you never know because sometimes when you have a couple of bad days a string of bad days you think that you're that said that you should stop and you shouldn't continue and everything you did was not worth it but i really believe that nothing can stand in the face of someone who does not give up nothing nothing not not anything you think like you think maybe the government is stopping you <laughs> the algorithm the they don't know anything but consistency mm. will get you anywhere you want all the success that you will ever find in life all the success that you'll ever need in life will be on the other side of a bridge that's called consistency wow. if you can stay on that bridge if you can walk that bridge you will find success consistency mm, i think it's it's, it's an amazing world and uh, mm. like a small example uh, like i'm i'm trying to get people to comment more on my posts okay so mm. some of the people that comment just leave an emoji <laughs> hmm? so maybe for somebody uh like i have no problem with emojis you know but uh, yeah. i i love to hear somebody's somebody's opinion mm. so at at first i would see somebody posting an emoji i would just reply with an emoji okay but mm. the once i uh, there was one time i remember i saw somebody post a comment and it was just uh, maybe two hearts yeah so i replied to them and i told them Thank you so much for commenting. I really appreciate and and uh, hope you liked. Uh, oh, no, I asked her. Did you like uh, the caption in the in the photo? She, that person. She, she was a girl. I remember because uh, very well. Uh, from went from sending those two hearts to almost twenty lines of paragraph explaining how much that that caption 
made her day better. Wow. And it was it was it was something like I really love to hear people's story and how how my content is helping them. Mm-hmm. And I almost remember every single interaction. I'm not sure how, but I remember some some of the comp- comments really good in my head, really well. And uh, and that day I found out that sometimes a person has a lot more to say and he just needs a small push. So don't be afraid to to get rejected. Mm. Also, like try something, do it. Like, ask her, did you like it? Did you like it? <laughs> Once, don't don't be a pushover. Just ask her, did you like uh, what I what I posted? She had so much to say and so much appreciation and it helped her. And now she's like one of the very, very, uh, true followers I have, she always likes, she always comments, because of that one time, because of one time I asked her, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt uncomfortable, like seriously, before sending it, I thought about it twice, like I don't want to, to make that person uh, feel angry, because I, I keep asking, but I, I just thought, like what, just send it, send it. see what happens, <laughs> what's, what's gonna happen, I and also, it. yeah. I So uh, I yeah. really love like what, what you're talking <laughs> like, what, what right you're over talking. there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so thank you for joining us for on joining this uh, us podcast. Really grateful podcast to have really you here, Michael. And uh, before yeah. we end off, uh, right? Uh, do end you end have off. any like last any shout last out uh, shout outs to your own channels or anything? Yeah, like your social media handles. Yeah, media. yeah. If if anybody likes uh, to read, uh, if anybody likes to learn about uh, business and uh, likes motivation, like true motivation, no, none of that bullshit. Uh, you can follow, follow me at uh, multi-millionaire mentor, multi.millionaire.mentor on Instagram. And check out my page. If you want to DM me, ask me anything you want, I will reply. And uh, Or you can leave a comment or you can check out my post. Or you maybe won't like the page. You have somebody that would like the page. You can send them to it. Send them. Uh, uh, yes. At multi.millionaire.mentor. Mm, and yes. uh, one last thing. Yes. yes. And uh, I just want to say that uh, thank you for this opportunity. It, yeah, yeah, the, sure, the, man. It, sure. It's way better than I even expected it. And uh, I'm really happy for, to have this experience. I, I really w- will remember this podcast for the rest of my life because it was my first. Wow, thank you. <laughs> and, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. I, I'm really honored that yeah. uh, you had me speak. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, really grateful to have you here once again. Like, truly grateful truly to, to uh, do this podcast together. So, yeah. th- that's the end of this podcast. I hope you guys have a great listen. Uh, see you guys next time.